You know, I like to think I'm only mean to the people who deserve it. I'm like a vigilant bitch. A bitchilante, if you will. Welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen, aka the Proud Sisters. Aww. <laughs> Not picking one. I'm just gonna be the Proud Sisters. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. You like you <laughs> definitely said Proud Sisters, and of course, mm-hmm. my ears heard Skylar Sisters. <laughs> Like, I was about to start singing. It's like, that is not what she said. (laughs) But out of those, I'm not sure if I want to be Eliza, who, like, has the man, but the man runs her for, you know, hell. Or, uh, um, what's the other one? Angelica, who's never satisfied. (laughs) And Peggy. Like, what about Peggy? You just gonna leave Peggy Peggy. out? (laughs) Peggy disappeared. Peggy went up the stairs like, uh, Judy from... (laughs) (laughs) Judy from... You know, of course, she was another character. She was a double character person, but I was just like, "Eh, we forgot about Peggy. (laughs) Well, if I have to pick, I pick, uh... Nah, shit. I don't even remember if this is right. I was about to say I pick Eliza because she lived the longest, but I think she did. Peggy she died did. early, and Eliza lived the longest, so I pick Eliza. <laughs> I don't well, know though. I pick Eliza Angelica. Well, I mean, it's not like she didn't get married, but like I felt like in the context of the Hamilton musical, yeah, it seemed like she did marry for love. She married out of duty, and I don't want that. <laughs> Eliza. Or Angelica. Angelica. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Eliza loved Hamilton's dumbass. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> he was rich. Angelica's husband, so there's something for yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, if, oh, you, Hamilton. if you got some coin. He did <laughs> later on. But if mm-hmm. you can't marry for love, at least marry for money. I mean. This is true. Otherwise, what are you doing? Like, really? Right. <laughs> so Dylan, you tell us what's been going on with you and what you are drinking. Um, what's been going on with me is also I think this thing I'll say gave me joy. Um, today I watched a whole season of the show <laughs> on Netflix uh-huh. called Emily in Paris. So the notion of this it is was so, like, wait, this is so weird. I have no idea what this show is, but this is like the fifth time I have seen heard this show within two days and i have no idea what it is so weird are you my fbi agent no it's just it's out there everybody's watching it (laughs) but basically this girl moves to the states to work for this french marketing company that her company bought and so she's like the social media person and it's funny coming from advertising None of that's realistic. Like, th- like they'd be like in a pitch meeting, and she'd be there, and they'd be like, "We don't know what to do." And then she'd be like, "Let's try this," and they're like, "The client's like, yeah, totally." I'm like, "How do you get to talk?" In I didn't even think I got to attend 
client meetings for like the first year of my job. <laughs> I just wrote a paper and handed it to my boss. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just a little sh- silly shit like that, you know. But it was it was one of those things where it was like highly unrealistic, but I was still stuck with the plot line, even though it was annoying and they made it seem like French people. They probably do hate Americans, but <laughs> they made it seem like French people are just like so intolerable of Americans. I but feel I like most people are, but well, I was about to say specifically Europeans, but that's mm-hmm. not true. I think Asians detest us equally, but it just seems <laughs> like it seems like in in film when you see Europeans, they're just like, ugh, Americans. <laughs> so I, I, it was cute, and I guess the episodes were shorter than I thought, so I finished the whole season today. Okay, I started it today. Okay, <laughs> mid morning. <laughs> Sounds like you had a blast. Yep. Um, as far as when I'm drinking, I'm calling this sinning and ginning with Lil Fizz. Because mm-hmm. Wait, it's you a cocktail. Even... <laughs> <laughs> it's a cocktail called Sin and Gin, but it was still kinda like um just acidic for me. So I had to like cut that a little bit with a sprite, so Okay. That's it. <laughs> I might have to try that out. Sin and gin. Mm-hmm. Sounds mm-hmm. like a good time. <laughs> it's really pretty, too. I see. Um, so, let me tell y'all what has really been soothing for me. Joy isn't even the right word. We're going to talk about soothing my soul. <sighs> so, of course, you know, I love to watch detailing videos, cleaning videos. I have found a new subset of cleaning videos. They clean carpets and rugs, y'all. Them rugs be so goddamn nasty. (laughs) And it's just so satisfying to watch. And there's this process. And then, like, of course, it depends on what material the rugs are made out of. And people are always bringing in, like, um, rugs that they found like at garage sales or like um uh thrift stores and they just look awful they just look awful and then the people clean them and the rugs are like magnificent and worth a lot of money like one rug was a silk rug a silk rug and it looked like it looked like somebody had an oil spill on the middle of it and they cleaned that rug up and it was beautiful i think my favorite one to watch was the um uh it was a wool rug and I don't know that was I enjoyed it I just enjoyed it (laughs) and the people like the movements because this is one reason why I like the detailing videos but it's even more so with the rug the movements are very repetitive and the uh, workers wear like rubber boots because they're walking on top of the rugs while they're cleaning them so you know not to get them dirty with their shoes or whatever and Mm -hmm. The movements are just so repetitive and I keep thinking I would have loved to have a job like this when I was in high school. Like, (laughs) I never see see any women. It's always men, but that may just be because I'm like, I'm watching one particular shop. So it may just be that's all at their shop. But anywho, I'm telling you, cleaning videos are the go-to for anxiety. (laughs) So tonight I am drinking, wait, Wait, I don't have any fanfare music. 
だだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだだ So it's a limited release craft cider. And it is pumpkin cider. I don't know if you've ever, I don't know if you can see it. Have you had this before? I've heard of them, but I don't really drink a lot of cider. So I'm going to have my first sip with you all. <sighs> okay. Hold <laughs> my breath. <laughs> it's crisp. It's very crisp, like most ciders are. And. It's a little pumpkin y, but I'd rather it be pumpkin y than give me that latte experience, which tastes like warm nothing. So I, I think I like it. I brought two in the closet with me, and I think I'm going to end up drinking both of them. <laughs> so, so, funny enough, I bought pumpkin spice um, hot chocolate mm. like this weekend. And I was like, that's what I'm going to make for the episode. And then yesterday, I was like, I really want to put. Um, Grenadine in my body, and so I was looking up grenadine <laughs> recipes, which <laughs> is how I ended up here. <laughs> so, listen, Saturday I was fully, totally prepared to have hen chata tonight, <laughs> girl. <laughs> <laughs> but because it was it, well, I wasn't cold, but it was like cool. It was really cool Saturday, but it warmed up again because it's gonna rain in a couple of days, so. I'm like, I don't know. I, I want it to be a cold, crisp wind when I get ready to drink my hen chata. <laughs> I thought I was going to surprise you with it. <laughs> I was like, I I'm going to. I embarrass myself on the podcast <laughs> one to five times. <laughs> um. Also, I was going to mention, so, because I just saw this pop up on my phone. I don't know. Anyway, so. I've been watching uh, The Spanish Princess. First of all, I have real television again. And it feels so good. I've just been watching TV like like somebody who's never watched TV before. <laughs> okay, but do you have a TV subscriber login I can have? So I've been... <laughs> <laughs> Not for the stuff that you I mean, have. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> talk but not for the stuff that okay. you have because it doesn't work because i tried to oh. um uh that cbs um what is it oh cbs you can't do subscriber i think you just have to be subscribed to that yeah i tried it because there was yeah. a there's an original show on there that people were talking about i was going to try it and then peacock which i just assumed was nbc but apparently you have to subscribe to it so, yeah so and I have CBS, but I can't give it to you because it's linked to my no. Apple ID. Mm-mm. I don't need it. I do not need it. I, I, Girl, I found a way. <laughs> I will I share bet. it with you. <laughs> it's the same link okay. that I sent you for P-Valley. I just changed the title yeah. of the show. So <laughs> the show is called Brave New World, and I like it. <laughs> It's dy- I check it out. It's dystopian, so I don't know if you like that sort of thing. I do. Um, yeah. 
So anywho, I've been watching Spanish Princess and it just really bothers me how like back in the day, <laughs> like in medieval times, why is it that there was so much pressure on women to have boys and why did the men like fault the women if they didn't have a boy? Bad like, science. I mean, like, I didn't, I have no control over this. I don't know. It's just really bothering me. Anywho. All right. It's kind of like, I was listening to the podcast on NPR and talk about like Abraham Lincoln, I think John Brown and somebody else. Anyways. So they were talking about how like, Roxy, get in here. Come here. Either get in or get out. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so she decided to get out. <laughs> but um, anyway, so you're talking about how like Abraham Lincoln did think black people were like physically the same, like humans, like white people. Right. But he thought we were morally the same. And right. I was like, how do you look at a human and be like, that's not a human, yeah. just because it doesn't look like you? I'm like white people are dumb. <laughs> dumb and also that was justification to them that mm-hmm. made it easier to treat us the way they treated us because make yeah. no mistake about it abraham lincoln didn't give a fuck like it didn't right. have anything to do with freeing us because slavery was wrong so mm-hmm. that's that was that but yeah mm-hmm. it makes it easier to mistreat so even now even like you know you uh, even when people look down on other people, that really bothers mm-hmm. me because that makes it easier to mistreat them. Like, you mm-hmm. just have to not... Take away their humanity. It takes away their humanity. And so it just made it easier, so... Yeah, but I'm just like, nobody was like, well, actually, they kind of look like humans. Like, I don't understand. I mean, they knew! They knew we human. <laughs> it made it easier for them to justify what they were doing. Not only did they know that we were human, they knew that we were more industrious. They knew, they knew everything. Humans. Right. <laughs> they knew everything, and that was frightening for them. Poor them. Mm-hmm. Poor little them. Poor that. Anyway, so we're going to move on <laughs> to our uh, current events. And so, full disclosure, I had to look up who Rick Moranis was. <gasps> I'm slowly dying, in case y'all can't see. I'm, I'm slowly dying. <laughs> you should know by now that I don't know who most people are in but Rick Hollywood by name. You know, we have to be careful about, you know, saying good things about white people, but... Yeah. I love me some Rick Moranis. (laughs) What I was most upset about was somebody pissed off Chris Evans. (laughs) (laughs) So, I would step back and say, um, Rick Moranis was punched in an unprovoked attack. He said he was fine, but Chris Evans was pissed. He was like, my blood is boiling. Find this man. You don't touch Rick Moranis. And to that I say, off with his head whoever hit him (laughs) and i know that this story isn't like top news specifically for like our listeners probably but i feel like our listeners i feel like we have a healthy amount of listeners who probably love um little shop of horrors just as much as i do uh not the original with jack nicholson that one's boring but the one with uh tashina arnold and um uh uh you know 
the other one. <laughs> the Cam. The light skinned one, Gina. What's her real name? Shit. Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell. <laughs> so, have you never seen Little Shop of Horrors? Hell no. <gasps> ah! Okay. <laughs> okay. If you haven't noticed, never mind. What? My niche is like affable white women struggling with life. <laughs> That's well, <what> I like. <laughs> well, there's shows. there is one in there. Her name is Audrey. <laughs> but it sounds scary. Um, it's not. It's really cheesy. It's not scary. I promise it's not scary. And you'll love the music. It's a musical. You'll love the music. Oh. Like Tashina Arnold and um Tisha Campbell. And there's a third black uh lady. I don't I forget her name. They're like the singers. They're not really an integral part of the story. They're just in the background singing. That's it. You'll love it. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, stream it. I feel like no, do not because I'm going to have us watch it. I want I want nice. to experience this with you. <laughs> I think I'm changing my my movie pick this week cuz why? It's so close to Halloween. You better not pick what I've got picked. I'm going to be mad. Mine's a cult classic. Okay, mine is not. And I want to do it. Um... Anyways. What, what? It's going to be great. Um, I forgot her name. The trans woman that's really famous. Uh, Laverne? Yeah, she... the one with Laverne. I don't remember. The Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show. Oh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen. That's a good pick. I love the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and I love the um, the uh music. Tis the season. Yes, it is. Oh, oh, spooky season. I'm excited. I'm excited too. But anyway, yeah, I just love Rick and you. Did you? Okay, so you do know, honey. I shrunk the kids. Mm-hmm. I just okay. don't remember who he was in there. Okay. That, okay. It's okay. been a long time. I was a child when I watched that. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and I have never seen it. I only watched the first one. I never saw any of the other oh, I watched ones. all of them. But um And it was stressful to me because I'm like this is one of those things where like movies where there's just a whole lot of kajinks stress me out. So like even like <laughs> Jumanji, even though I keep watching every one that comes out, stress me the fuck out. Um Do you know I've never seen Jumanji? It's stressful as fuck to I've me. Never, it looks stressful. That and um Cat and I think it's Cat in the Hat, where the Ooh, cat came cat up and, and fucked up the whole house. I love and I was cat like, why the, the fuck? You messed everything up. Why he did you? Do that? He did. Um, wait, I can't remember. I can't remember if it's Elle or her sister. One of the Fanning girls, whichever one is in that movie, is great in that movie. Yeah, it stressed me the fuck out. I was like, you're fucking up the whole house. He did. He did. And mom's gonna come home and beat our ass. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love that. I guess I love destruction. <laughs> well, like the original Jumaji movie was scary. The latest two, Kevin Hart just makes it hilarious. Oh God! And so it's not as stressful. Anyways. I haven't seen moving along. <laughs> Apparently, Portia Williams and Tanya Sam got their peaches cobbled by a long dong stripper on a cash trip. So. <laughs> Funny enough, I read earlier when they were talking about two people had sex, had a threesome, mm-hmm. but they didn't know who. 
But um, I don't. I've for some reason I thought Candy would be involved. <laughs> See? See? Now, we gotta leave Katie Cand- alone. Candy, Candy's sitting there like, now how I get in this? Because <laughs> she's a freak. See? See? Anyways, but um, it was Portia. You, whoever Tanya Sam is, I don't watch that show anymore. <laughs> she's, a, she's a friend of the show. She's sweet. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Sounds like a fun time to be. They named Long some other girl. Oh. Yeah, Latoya Ali. Yeah, she uh, apparently, mention. apparently she's going to be on the show, um, but mm-hmm. I don't know her. And when I Googled her, she's some Canadian celebrity, so I don't. I'm, I'm just so bad with her. That they kept say, mentioning getting their peaches cobbled. I know. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I know. Shame. I was like, the title was good. Don't bring it through the rest of the article. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, like, I don't know. Of course, the ladies deny it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't think it happened, or I think it did happen. But this is what I do think. I think that anytime anything is happening, them ladies know that Andy Cohen is somewhere near with a mic and a camera so <laughs> i just feel like i'm not saying that that's something that i don't think they would do because they grown you do what you want to do but mm-hmm. i think they would just realize that there's it's highly plausible that this could get documented that's all i'm saying I'm just so proud of Portia because you remember like when she first came on and yeah. she was like, I got to ask my husband if I could go to yep. the strippers club. Yep. <laughs> now she out here doing a little dingly thing. Allegedly. Just back in her mouth. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> they said that she's newly single, which I saw that. And I always get tickled every time her and Dennis break up because Portia don't give a fuck. Portia, I mean, I do think, it's not that I don't think she cares about him or whatever, but Portia mm-hmm. really just wanted to have a baby. And now that she got her baby, she is happy AF. And she just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see that. But um, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure this will play out on the show. Even though I don't really watch the show anymore. Um, I watched some last season. But. I don't really watch the show anymore. I like to just watch the reunion. Yeah. I met her ex-husband in Vegas once. Mm. And he wanted me so bad to be like, oh my God, you're Cordell. And I was like, you know my memory. So I was like, do I know you from college? (laughs) Oh, you should have been, you should have been like, are you Portia's, that guy Portia was mad too? Portia was like, make her be the celeb. I couldn't even remember until my friends like whispered it to me, but then I realized he really wanted me to be like, you're this guy, and I'm like, I'm absolutely not doing that. <laughs> so, that it was annoying. just funny because he so wanted me to do it, and I was like, nope, I'm not going to say girl for you. Sorry, sorry. Anyways, next up, I'm sure you're happy about this. <laughs> Meg the Stallion parts ladies with stylist EJ King. I sure am. I sure am. <laughs> so he's working on his own personal brand he's like none of this is ever to be messy which is always a sign sometimes I don't want this to be taken out of context that there's a beef with Meg 
It's strictly my truth. And I just don't want people to keep asking me things about somebody that I'm not around. And I want people to stop asking me things about a situation that I have nothing to do with. So, I don't really care. I hope she finds somebody better. <laughs> I mean, so, he to me, I, I happen to see, like, a clip um, on Twitter of him talking. Because I don't follow him on the things. But, to me, he was being very shady towards me. And it's like, mm-hmm. bro, and I used to like EJ, but I'm like, um, cause he used to be with Karuchi all the time. So I was like, who is that guy? He's pretty. And I used to like him, but he was being mm-hmm. very shady to mm-hmm. Meg. And the thing about it, cause I feel like he was in his feelings because now I don't know if Law, Law Roach, I don't know if he is her stylist now, but we've seen them together in a couple of pics. And we've noticed that Meg's style has stepped it up a notch. And Law, <laughs> Law don't miss. Law don't miss. You don't see Zendaya mm. hit a carpet and don't kill it. Ever since, I think I've said it um, on the, on this show, ever since Carrie Washington got with him, she hadn't missed not once. Like, Law, yeah. Law hits it every time. Meanwhile, EJ had Meg run around here looking like a cowboy Power Ranger. We glad she's gone from him. <laughs> like, no. And don't get me wrong, I feel like that was Meg's personal style. I'm not saying I think that that was his idea, but he didn't push yeah. her to be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I think she's in a, like, a leveling up stage in her, right. her career. And I'm excited for me her. Me too. I also hate this necklace old dude had on I don't remember what it looks like. It was, I don't know what's happening here. Anyways, next up, Tamron Hall was sued for $16 million over the vaccine episode. Um, She was telling a mom during a nationally televised episode she didn't want her own kid to hug the mom's unvaccinated son, which, where's the lie? (laughs) Do not touch my child with your unvaccinated ass. Um, but the lady Janine D'Angelo sued Tam Tamron? Tamron? Tamron. Tamron. Listen, Tamar be fucking me up. I don't know what to do with T A M anymore. <laughs> Anyways. Um individually and on behalf of her son, claiming they were embarrassed after she called her son a leopard during an episode about vaccinations. Um There was Like, of course, I don't feel like this is grounds for a lawsuit or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. I will say that the way Tamron, the way she did that was kind of tacky. Like, Mm -hmm. and she polished it. The child, which he, I'm saying child, well, he is a child, but he looked like he's, I don't know, 14, 15, something like that. And. I didn't like the way she did it. She said yeah. it in front of him, which she hugged him herself, but she said it in front of him and she made it seem like, cause she was saying to the mom, well, I don't want to talk about this in front of him. Mm-hmm. Um, which I got because she was talking about children who are not vaccinated. And some of the things that she wanted to say, she didn't want to say in front of him. Then fine girl, don't say it in front of him. And this is your show. You knew how you were going to do it. You really should have just like either scheduled it different Mm -hmm. or just not have or not have had him come on in the first place. Mm -hmm. But it was I mean, I like Tamron and I don't have a 
I don't have a problem with what she said in general, except for the fact that it is the unvaccinated child who's in more danger than the child who's been vaccinated. But that that's either here nor there. Yeah. For her child, it is different because she has a small child. So he probably doesn't have all of his shots yet. Yeah. Her child is a toddler. So he probably doesn't have all of his shots. But anywho, I want to know why this woman feels like that which it was tacky it was but it's but like why did she feel like that was worth a lawsuit that's crazy girl and then the fact that she's like suing on behalf of herself and her son and he's she's suing hall disney and the production company go sit down girl yeah go sit down and i mean yes probably, it's not and, the best but at the same time like i'm just like i don't know if it were if it were me, I would have been embarrassed and I wouldn't have liked it mm-hmm. at all. And I probably would have like gotten on some blog and said something about it, but suing is just ridiculous. You're not gonna get anything. Then she accused Tamron of not being prepared. Listen, Tamron Hall is not just some reality show talk show host that they found somewhere and gave her a show. Mm-hmm. She's a journalist. Mm-hmm. She was prepared. Yeah. Like, she went to school for journalism. She was prepared. Hey, I sometimes, I like to ask my friends hard questions. So I'll be like, um, which one would you rather do? Be friends with a Trump supporter or uh, anti-vax? And most of the time, they'll say Trump supporter. Because we really don't fuck with anti-vax. <laughs> it's like it's science right there. Why would you, like... Um, I don't feel that way, but I mean, I think it's everybody's own personal. Yeah. I think the reason why I'm a little more lenient is because, uh, just some of the people that I know who I've seen struggle with making that choice. I don't think there's anything wrong with a parent trying to make the best choice for their child. Now, I don't like anti-vaxxers like that group because they spread a lot of misinformation. They are malicious Mm -hmm. and they purposely twist things and spread lies to get people to join their agenda. Yeah. But I've seen parents legit. <laughs> the, you know what? The big problem is I'm not going to say people don't learn research in school, but maybe people don't remember research. People don't know how to properly research things mm-hmm. because they come with all of these facts and I'm air quoting facts mm-hmm. that just aren't and they don't know a reputable source. Mm-hmm. So like, but I've seen parents really mull over the best choice to make for their child. And I don't think there's anything wrong with a parent saying, I don't think this is best for my child. Now, that being said, personally, I believe you should vaccinate your children. But again, not my kid, not my decision. But I do not like the like, whole. I'm one of those people. I fight people over not getting the flu shot. <laughs> I just like, Why? <laughs> and then you catch the flu and then you say why you could have got this for free anyways long whole story but of course for me it's really hard on my body when I get the flu so I've only gotten it a couple times in college and it was when the flu shot didn't cover the train strain like when the swine flu and all that was happening my blood sugar would go and sit up there 400 and not come down <laughs> so it is in my best interest to not have the flu. But I know a lot of other people feel like because they got sick after the flu shot, they think it gave them the flu. And they don't put live flu strains in vaccines anymore. And I'm just tired of arguing with people about it. <laughs> I have been militant in the past about it. Yeah. And sometimes it does, like, you know, because 
I'm like you. I don't, I don't want to argue with people about it because I too, I get the flu every year. I get the flu whether I get the shot or not. But the thing about it is, when I've had the shot, it is not bad at all. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't. I mean, I've had the flu where I was in the bed for weeks. Mm-hmm. Versus when I've had, when I had, I didn't start getting the flu shot until I had to. Mm-hmm. And I have never stopped after that. And because yeah. I realized, oh, it really does help. But then, you know, trying to argue with people about why, you know, well, you still got the flu, though. Yeah, but A, it, but wasn't, it wasn't as bad. bad. And B, yeah. the flu shot can't cover every strain of flu there is. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you may still get the flu, but it won't be one of the big bad ones. And I'm like, you, mm-hmm. I should stop arguing with people. But also, again, I just feel like, fine, that's your body, you make that choice, but please don't argue science with me. I, you do what you want to do, but I don't want to argue science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next up, um, Ice Cube fuck-ass developed a new black Trump platform and everybody's dragging him for it, and I, I think he deserves it. <laughs> I didn't want to put this you know, in the topics, because I didn't want to run my blood pressure up, but I, <laughs> I just felt like it would be irresponsible of us not to. <laughs> so, you know that, like, um, uh, yeah, it was either yesterday or this morning, he put out, he retweeted a video that compares Biden to Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's how we, we can be done with it. We can ex, um, enjoy the Friday series and some of SVU and not fuck with him. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's, that's a totally different person on SVU. Oh, no, that's Ice T. Right. My bad. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> yes. Um, but but he's, he was on Friday, though, right? Yeah, he's from Friday. Okay. Yeah, he's in not SVU. Yeah, not SVU. But he. They're both light skinned people who say ice in their name. So. <laughs> ice Cube and Ice T. Um, but yeah, he, I, I just, I want to say this. Oh, this might be ugly. I don't want to say nothing ugly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, <clears throat> I'm not going to say anything ugly. I'm just going to say this. It is voter suppression. And that hmm. is essentially what he's doing. And that's all I'm going to say about that. And he is letting his ego take the lead. I'm tired of hearing people talk about his intentions. Fuck his intentions. Mm-hmm. Because you've had enough people. I'm not talking about random Twitter niggas. I'm talking about people who do this shit for real. Reach out to you and say, mm-hmm. hey, this is why what you're doing and what you're saying is wrong. And also, if you want to do something like that, here's how you need to go about it for him to still talk and move the way he talking and moving. It is voter suppression. And, you know, I, I'm i very afraid. I know Doyen's going to get me, but I have to say it, Doyen, because it's bubbling in my spirit. I'm really afraid that we are going to see Don't another say. term of ah. this man and... You niggas gonna be the reason why. Y'all gonna be the reason why. All I'm telling you is be realistic and be ready. 
because these niggas are gonna be. I will cross that bridge and now, when I get to it. I cannot. That's fine, but I'm just saying, you know, reality, because we didn't vote for him the last time. And now 50 Cent is endorsing him because he's dumb as fuck. 50 Cent is a pox upon all cancers Ain't he a pox? (laughs) Ain't he a pox? That's the best way I've heard him described in a very long time. Let me tell you something. These rappers don't mean you no fucking good. And capitalism is going to be the end of us all. And that is all the fuck they care about. That's all they care about. Somebody posted like a screenshot in one of my like group me messages and it was like talking about how much the tax rate was gonna be under Biden. And it was like this these numbers are not good. Like you have to tell me like what the tax rate is now and then why do you think it's gonna be the tax rate it is then? And like you're hearing this whole story, but you're just giving a screenshot a is you Russia. He Russia, you You tried to turn me off of limited facts. (laughs) You are so right. And um I saw on my timeline, if I I'll look for it and try to send it to you. But um this girl who actually like converted that into real life and said this is what it really means. Mm -hmm. And it's not the amount of money people thinking. Yeah. It's not going to work out the way you think. First of all, all of y'all niggas out here, and by niggas, I mean people in general out here, pitching a fit. She broke asses, not even paying taxes. (laughs) What you broke ass? (laughs) Broke folks love talking about tax rate. I'm like, you ain't even paying nothing. (laughs) And you worried about that man raising taxes, sir. Are you making 400000 a year or over? Mm -hmm. Shut the Mm -hmm. fuck up. It's not. It doesn't right. apply to you, right? That's just you broke ass. <laughs> that, that never that never ceases to amaze me, right? But you know, it just is what it is. I just, I just want y'all to know that your favorite rapper is a buster. Um, you know, how do you go? How do you the go rappers. from fuck? How do you go from fuck the police? How do you go from Boys and well, that was more easy song. But still, how do you go from NWA to being a fucking Trump supporter? And he claimed, and let me be clear, because I don't want to put no words in his mouth for Ice Cube. He he he's adamant that he's not a Trump supporter, but sir, indeed you are. So basically, what he was saying, not like I'm explaining for him, but he had a policy. And he said that he, like, approached both Democrats and Republicans about it. And Trump took him up on that. And so he worked with Trump. Not giving any excuses, but at the same time. Right. When have you ever seen Republicans work in the favor of black people? Because they want to fool you <laughs> to get your vote. And what? And here's right. the thing. The de- all the Democrats told him was, okay, cool. Let's wait till after the election. And then we can right. come together and talk. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have. A, I want. I want everybody to be aware that it's not a policy at all. I read it. It's a bunch of. It's a list of grandiose ideas mm-hmm. that can easily be tied back to legislation that some Democrats already have on the table, which some right. of the uh, political pundits have been trying to tell him 
you know, did you check with your, you know, local representatives? Did you check with people who actually do this to help you? Because some of these things are already on the table. Democrats mm-hmm. have put it on the table. You could get with other people to lend your voice, your celebrity mm-hmm. voice, to these people who know what they're doing to help get some of these things through. That's what I mean when I say his ego is taking over. Mm-hmm. Because people try to tell you the right way to do it. And it's not a policy. It is literally just pay black people. (laughs) Which, yes. But that's not Mm -hmm. a policy, Ice Cube. Right. You know, the platinum plan. Like, come on. (laughs) Come on. When has Trump ever done anything other than lie? (sighs) It's ridiculous. Well, they're the ones who agreed to talk to me. Yeah, because they're going to use you. So you're getting to be a yeah, token. They're going to steal your shit and then not do any of it. And not do any <laughs> of it. Because if they want to do it, they would already did it because it's a lot of it already on the table. Mm-hmm. Like somebody said, um, I don't remember who said it, but I saw it, I think on Twitter. Probably, yeah, probably on Twitter because that's where I live. But somebody said that he needs to watch Schoolhouse Rock. And I thought, <laughs> who did I give my Schoolhouse Rock videos to? <laughs> Because it's on YouTube. <laughs> Say what now? I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Somebody just sent him the link to I'm Just a Bill mm-hmm. on Capitol Hill so he can learn how right. this shit works. Because clearly he don't know. I watched the show called The Good Fight. Mm-hmm. It was a spinoff of The Good Wife on CBS. But they are like so damn shady with their political shit. It's <laughs> so like a couple seasons ago... They had a, um, they were dropping Schoolhouse Rock lessons at the beginning See? of it. <laughs> and then this season is weird because they started off with like Hillary was present. So it was an alternate reality. And the interesting thing about it was the Weinstein stuff came up mm-hmm. and they were like, we're not going to worry about that. We have a woman president. And I was like, this seems so real. I could see us not taking the steps that we've taken so far. Yeah about sexual predators because our president wasn't a sexual predator right <laughs> i like i want to get in that uh writing room just be a fly on their wall and be like why are you so genius <laughs> <laughs> but shoot i never anyways, watched so, those but i've heard people talk about how good all really of them good. are because isn't it like-, and the, like i said the good fight just became like she went to a black owned law firm yeah they're like fuck trump in particular <laughs> <laughs> but then they like trapped it in the CBS platform so I feel like nobody watches it or yeah. not enough people watch it because yeah. they wanted to make money because wasn't anyway. it supposed to be on Netflix maybe or did I make that up um, The Good Wife was on Hulu Hulu but okay. okay The Good Fight is nowhere but on CBS all access anyways next up Florida woman battered her boyfriend who refused to perform sex acts Here, poor life decision. We do not <laughs> condone battering anybody for any reason. But she battered her 69 year old boyfriend after he refused to perform oral sex on her. Why he had She's to be 46. 69? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like an affront to his age. But, anyways, <laughs> she's 46. He's 69. Wouldn't give her head, so she beat the shit out of him. And it was so funny because it said, like, they were fussing over her, over her crackies. 
<laughs> and she was like, shut up and give me head. Right. Makes sense. I get it. <laughs> you over here yakking when you could be yumming. <laughs> like, <laughs> shut up. And, uh, but, uh, her, and her, uh, uh, what you call the picture you take when you go to jail? Her mugshot. Y'all, my, listen, I am extremely tired. And my brain is not braining right now. Okay. If he changed the outfit and the background, it could have been like a headshot. <laughs> Cause she doesn't even look mildly she, upset no, about she, being in She there. looked like and I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> bop, 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 and I'll do it again. <laughs> have you seen that video? Yeah. Oh my god. I cannot stop watching it. <laughs> Listen, that video has been living rent free in my head and I am upset about it because I feel like Same. enough people are not upset. At the little girl who stole the show. Like, no one chastised her. Everybody got onto the other little girl who grabbed her hair, but that girl needed her ass whooped. I didn't know there's a. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I watched a video. We're talking about two different videos. (laughs) This girl, I said it, it was TikTok. She was like, somebody hit my dad because he's a Trump supporter. And she whips off the hat. And she's like, hey, I'll do it again. <laughs> and so that, that Marky Mark guy did like a remix of it. Girl. I will send it to you. I'm going to send you what I was talking about. It is this okay. little girl. Have you seen it on Twitter? The little girls with the birthday cake? Girl, you know I don't watch videos. Girl, this little girl with her birthday cake. And so come to find out the other little girl is her sister. Mm-hmm. But she blows out the candle, like before the other baby could do it. And <laughs> girl, I'm sending it to the group right now. And honey, she she whopped on her ass, and I thought, <laughs> yes, ma'am, <laughs> good for you. I'm sending this to the group as well because okay. it just cracked me up because it's like. Yeah. I think I've seen it before <laughs> on TikTok what you're talking about. I just, um, yeah. oh, you said it to me on IG. Okay. But anywho, um, yeah, so that's that. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, she's definitely like, wop, 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 I'll do it again. <laughs> uh, she, not, she did not deny anything, but no. claimed he had choked her and she acted in self-defense. No. There was nothing to deny. <sighs> and... She got grants there for allegedly swiping his cell phone before she, before she tried to flee. Anyways. I mean, why would she leave um, the cell phone? That doesn't sound like a crack user to me. That's all I'm saying. Right. <laughs> I mean, if she stole the TV while running away, then we'd be like, crack user. <laughs> cell phone seems normally normal. It is normal. <laughs> Alrighty. So we're going to take a second to listen to our sponsor and we will be right back all right and we are back from our sponsored break and we're just gonna move right on along to our someone something i paused for your song see how i see how i give but you refuse to receive. Okay. I was looking at pictures of this video. I'm like, this bitch. <laughs> see? Now you see what I mean? <laughs> this snatched ass body. I can't stand her. 
I mean, okay. <laughs> so for our someone something today, we are going to talk about the Miss Kelly Rowland. <gasps> I was so excited to see that sweet little belly of hers because yes, Kelly Rowland is expecting. That's funny. I saw her first post, and she was like telling us that she was expecting. She's like, "I know y'all wanted an album out of me, but I'm pregnant." I'm like, "You're right. I did want an album out of you, <laughs> but I guess a baby is okay." <laughs> baby, we'll we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. She's got a new crying. single out. Coffee, right? I don't know. I don't know the name of it. I just heard, <laughs> I just heard it. Like. <laughs> No, I had I was on my um browse in Apple Music and I wasn't mm-hmm. paying attention so I don't know uh the I don't remember the name of the song but for a second she sounded like Beyonce when she was talking and mm-hmm. I looked I was like Beyonce got something new and I was like oh this is Kelly. Um but yeah, mm-hmm. anywho. The oh. third she did come out with Coffee and I did listen to that but she has another song called Crazy. Yeah. The 39-year-old star uh, showed off her growing baby bump in a sweet video on her Instagram story. In the mirror selfie, Roland flaunted her bare bump while brushing her teeth dressed in leopard pajamas. Roland, who is due later this year, and husband Tim Witherspoon are already parents to five-year-old son Titan, and he's a cutie patootie. The former Destiny's Child member announced she was expecting her second child on the November cover of Women's Health. We had been talking about it loosely, and then COVID happened, and we were just like, let's see what happens, she told the publication before admitting that she got pregnant right away. (laughs) (laughs) Roland said she hesitated to share the news publicly, especially during a time when the country is facing the coronavirus pandemic and a national racial reckoning. But you still want to remind people that life is important, she said. And being able to have a child, I'm knocking at 40's door in February, and taking care of myself means a lot to me. Amid her pregnancy, Roland said she'd been indulging in several cravings, including chocolate and peanut butter. Mmm, my fave. As far as her fitness, she said she stuck to yoga, walks, and stretches alongside a physical therapist. Last year, Roland told people that it was not the right timing to have a baby, but that her son kept asking for a sibling. (laughs) Little kids love doing this shit. Specifically a brother. He's like, we're going to have a brother, mom. She said, I said, well, he won't be my brother. He'll be my son. And what if it's a girl? And little Titan replied, no, it's not a girl. It's a brother. (laughs) So I don't know what this baby, uh, what the gender for this baby is, but... Yeah, or the sex of this She's baby. Super rather. adorable. She is. Did we talk about? Um, no, we didn't because it didn't happen. So we did mention that Nikki had her baby, but then mm-hmm. um, now we know that it was a boy, and so it's like all these little boys. I wonder is Kelly about to have a boy? You know, it feels like even with my friends, like I feel like everybody has like boys in a group, and then they yeah. have girls in a group. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's boy season. Right. It's funny. My mom sent a picture of the diaper cake, and I was like, "Hey, can you make me a Harry Potter one?" And my little sister was like, "Are you pregnant?" 
I was like, no, but I can see where <laughs> where you had made that inference. <laughs> but it's not for me. <laughs> I mean, she's like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if I were, that's not the way I would tell y'all in a group chat. <laughs> Actually, I kind of like it. <laughs> so, um, can somebody make me like a diaper cake? Oh, can someone make me a diaper cake? shaped like a swan yeah that's what i'm gonna tell y'all and you're all gonna be like for what oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah i'm pregnant yeah <laughs> i don't like this and you need to come up with a better way to tell me <laughs> <laughs> i've already planned on how i'm gonna tell people i'm not gonna share hopefully it. it's better than the diaper cake thing <laughs> only slightly <laughs> oh my god Alright, so let's move on to our... Oh, again, congratulations, Kelly. We love you. You look so cute. Congrats. For Titan's sake, I hope it's a, it's a boy, but I want a healthy baby. Alright, so we're going to move right on along to our poor life decision. Poor life decision. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't want to see my back. We song. have to have consistency, okay? We are professionals. <laughs> I am a cancer. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Driven by my feelings. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. <laughs> so, this week's poor life decision is all about how to get out of that I give up mindset. And yes, mm-hmm. I picked this topic because I need it. <laughs> <laughs> so, the article starts out with the author saying, you know, you open your eyes as you wake up. The morning sun is filtering in through your blinds <laughs> and you immediately feel it. The heaviness, the fog, the black cloud, that feeling of intense sadness that makes you want to stay in the comfort of your bed instead of getting up to face the day. Maybe your depression is weighing you down or perhaps your anxiety is just too much and you don't want to encounter situations throughout your day that will challenge your already fragile nerves. Oh, Lord. (laughs) And that's when you think, I give up. You're giving up on your, you know, maybe it's just that you're giving up on your to-do list for today, or maybe it's something bigger, like you're giving up on life goals. Either way, we need to work our way out of being in that state. Everyone is is prone to this, I give up way of thinking at certain points in life. According to the University of Scranton, 30% of those who set New Year's resolutions give them up within two weeks. That is why I don't set them. And I really expected that number to be higher. (laughs) It's tough on a normal day to stick to your goals. When you pile on depression, anxiety, and other issues, it can be easy to see why anyone would want to throw in the towel. If you're grappling with these mental health hurdles, you should know that it's not your fault that you're thinking these thoughts. In fact, it's to be expected and that's okay. Instead of allowing your lack of motivation to define you, you can learn why certain things can lead to this I give up way of thinking and what we should do about it. So let's talk about some of the causes that can lead to I give up. If you're feeling overwhelmed and helpless these days, it may help you to realize that your I give up thinking can be attributed to your biology and not just something you've done wrong. 
Cynthia Catchings, who has a lot of letters behind her name, and I don't know what they mean, but I just take it she's a specialist. <laughs> Cynthia Catchings believes that these I give up thoughts oftentimes come from depression. Depression typically creates a lack of motivation and deep sadness and prevents the person from seeing beyond that. Another source is anxiety. Um, and, you know, sometimes that can make you feel powerless. Uh, catching notes that the fear of doing something and what can happen if we do make some people want to give up even before trying. And that is anxiety's go-to. She, mm-hmm. also, she also mentions post-traumatic stress, uh, PTSD, that can also make you want to give up. Many symptoms affect uh, the person when the diagnosis is present, causing him or her to feel like giving up. Some of these symptoms are fear, panic attacks, sadness, low self-esteem, and negative cognitions. Apart from depression and anxiety, life circumstances can also bring about this uh, ruminating. So... This is really kind of why I thought this was a good time to talk about this too, because I don't know if it's necessarily accurate to call it a depression, um, mm-hmm. but there is this term going around about, you know, the COVID depression. I don't know if it's necessarily a depression, but COVID, COVID, COVID is wreaking havoc. Coronavirus is wreaking havoc on all of our lives and just kind of how we process and do things. I call it the Mm -hmm. Corona slump because it's literally making me just not want to do anything. And so um, I think that this is something that a lot of people may be facing. And the reason why I hesitate to call it depression, because I do think we kind of toss depression out there a little too much, that it may not necessarily Mm -hmm. be that because in order to to be constituted as depression, it's got to be you know, to a certain intensity and for how long and to what extent and all those certain things. But Corona is definitely out here whooping our asses. So <laughs> let's talk about why we give up so easily. It's likely that, um, oh, let me back up. Cause I meant to pause right there. Okay. So doing in, are you experiencing any of these things with Corona or COVID or anything? Um, so it's hard to give a name to the things that I experience. Yeah. A lot of times it's just pure emotions. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can't necessarily call it depression because it's not ongoing. Yeah. Anxiety. It's not as bad as anxiety, but I do have a lot of fear of things. Yeah. And doing things and like 100% the fear of doing something and what can happen if we do it makes me want to give up before I try which is why yeah. I'm not doing photography. <laughs> and I <laughs> guess though. I should have framed the question better. Because really, yeah. what I'm asking is, do are you feeling different with corona? Like, do you think it's exemplifying those things that you probably were already kind of experiencing or creating new feelings? On a daily basis, I'm usually fine. Mm-hmm. But then some days I'm like wow, this is a shitty-ass year. (laughs) Some days it just hits me at once. And it's like just, at this point, I'm like, it's just part of the process. Some days I'm going to have bad days. Other days, 
is perfectly fine. So, and I want us. <laughs> I, I really want everyone to know that we're all going through this. So it's nothing's wrong mm-hmm. with you. Like you're not abnormal mm-hmm. because you're having these feelings. Because if it's someone yeah. who's never kind of dealt with, you know, feelings like that before, they might be like, "What the fuck is going on?" But you mm-hmm. know, we're all going through it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. why are why are we tempted to give up so easily? It's likely that we can agree that it's easier to be negative than positive. (laughs) It really is, guys. I'm sorry. (laughs) You fall into old patterns and habits. You get angry when a goal isn't easily realized. And it's easy to think, I give up, if our brains have already been trained to think in a certain way. Catchings points out, this negative thinking can go all the way back to our childhoods. It can easily be a result of our upbringing. Sometimes we learn this behavior from our parents and it's very difficult for us to change our approach. It can also be that our parents allowed us to quit and they did not encourage us to complete anything. In other words, it can be a learned behavior. So I was not allowed to quit anything growing up. Like I wasn't Mm -hmm. allowed to make those kind of choices. You're not going to quit. Now, if it's something you're doing and you don't like it, You cannot do it again, you know, when the next cycle of that thing comes up, but you're not going to quit. And so it Mm -hmm. always kind of, I don't know, you know how when you, (laughs) or maybe this is just me, but that's one thing that I've always known that I want to be the same way with my children. Like, you're not going to quit. And it's always Mm -hmm. weird to me when parents let kids make decisions like that, like just Mm -hmm. up and quit. What is your experience with that, like, growing up? So, I think also there's a paradox that comes with being gifted children, Uh where we were good at so many things, that, like, as an adult, we don't know how not to be good at it. (laughs) And that's what I deal with a lot of times, like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to study. I have two degrees. I don't know how to study. I have (laughs) (laughs) You know, and, like, so... We don't even know how to struggle with things. And so that makes it harder. And that makes it sometimes where I don't want to start something because I don't want to suck at it. So earlier today, you know, I texted you about not wanting to go to therapy because I'm like, I'm still fucked up. And I was talking to my therapist about it. She's like, first of all, don't expect any new action. We're still dealing with the stuff of the past. (laughs) And she laughed at me when I was like, I'm still fucked up. (laughs) But she was just like... Yeah, it's just like, it's a constant movement, it's constant rethinking of things. And I did catch myself, and I was like, okay, yeah, you don't feel like you did anything, but at the same time, somehow I rethought things to where I felt better, like, right before (laughs) the session, that, like, it was going to be okay, because I'm a continuous improvement, and it's going to, we're just keeping on working on me. So, yes, my first thought was negative, but then you know talking to her and working through things I was able to like pull myself back and be like girl who told you that like (laughs) who told you you're still fucked up exactly exactly (laughs) and I'm not to be trusted I'm a very unreliable narrator (laughs) (laughs) so why should we continue to try when it feels so easy to just you know not (laughs) the idea of not putting forth any effort can sound appealing It really can. (laughs) Effort takes energy. And maybe lying in bed would feel a lot better. 
It might feel good in the short term, but there are consequences to giving up that will matter in the long run. So catchings um, gives this list of potential consequences of giving up. So uh, some of the things on the list, you won't get to experience the feeling of accomplishing something. You may develop a learned helplessness, um, a lack of a learning experience, lack of self-esteem, lack of an educational and professional opportunity. Um, Doyen, have you felt any of these as a result of giving up? You know, um, not that this is something a consequence. Well, yeah, it is a consequence of giving up. Guilt should have been listed on here <laughs> because mm-hmm. as someone who was not allowed to quit things growing up, when I quit now, I have a huge sense of guilt. So have you mm-hmm. felt any of these things as a result of giving up? Or what do you experience when you give up? Yeah, so I would say lack of self-esteem. Yeah. So knowing that I can't accomplish the thing, yeah. it does a ringer on me. Yeah. Even though I didn't want to <laughs> or step back from accomplishing it. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. <clears throat> So she does give us some helpful tips for what to do when those feelings occur. When you're feeling really down about a situation um, and your first thought is to give up, let's not do that. You can do a quick body and mind scan check uh, to see if it's someone or something. So you can do a scan check to see, is there an outside source causing me to feel this lack of motivation? That will allow you to quickly take action and at least assess what might be causing these feelings of defeat. And I'm just going to be honest and say that this sounds like something I do not want to do, but that I probably really need to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just kind of assess it and see where is this coming from. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what my therapist says. (laughs) Please remind yourself that the feeling may be uncomfortable, but you can deal with it and still motivate yourself. In other words, acknowledge the feeling and let it know that you are still in control. And that is therapy 101. Like, I think we probably covered that my first day. My therapist is like, you've got to acknowledge the feeling because I just want to push it down way down stuff it deep 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 inside never ever let it come up again she's like no you've got to acknowledge it and say okay i see you i'm i'm acknowledging that you're here now this is what i'm gonna do with you (laughs) yeah i think that's where i get stuck is like i acknowledge the feeling and i'm like this sucks and i'm still holding the feeling (laughs) when i should have put it down and be like that sucked and then keep moving (laughs) (laughs) oh this is work guys (laughs) So, um, (laughs) in the long term, reframing your thinking can be beneficial. And we've talked about reframing thinking in so many of our PLDs because it's important. This means thinking positively. Doing it even though it feels fake. You got to keep doing it. (laughs) Catches (laughs) elaborates. For example, instead of saying, I cannot do that, reframe to say, I cannot do that, but I can do this instead. You can Mm -hmm. also practice visualization, imagining yourself doing something difficult due to a lack of motivation. Additionally, Mm -hmm. 
You can ask yourself if the problem or issue will matter in six months, a year, five years, which helps to keep perspective about how bad our situation is. Most of the time, it's Mm -hmm. not that bad. Now, I wrote a note in the margins that says, this is most helpful for me. That was a lie. (laughs) 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 That's not... Because it is what I need to do the most in checking Mm -hmm. myself, but I'm not good at it. I need to say, Mm -hmm. is this really going to matter such and such time from now? And I'm just not... Even when I say, no, it's not going to matter, I still proceed to worry and then (laughs) do whatever. (laughs) And lastly, the author just closes out the article to say, hey, sometimes you may do a little extra help if motivation is scarce and you have those I give up thoughts so they won't go away. Don't be ashamed to ask for help from your friends, loved ones, or even a licensed therapist if you need to. So guys... Reach out to us. Let us know about some of your I give up moments. And specifically, let us know how you talk yourself out of those I give up moments. That's what I want to know. That's what I want to hear about. Uh, Joyan, do you have anything else to say before we close that out? My ADD really likes this logo. I didn't even realize it was so good. (laughs) Anyways. What logo? (laughs) The one at the bottom of it. um, It says one to learn why depression may be affecting you and the logo above it. It just shivers me timbers. You don't see it? Yeah, I see I'll it. screenshot it and send it to you. I'll see, okay. I see it. It's just a great logo. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yes, y'all. Um, it is hard, especially in this time of most of us feel isolation. It is hard to have motivation to get up and do the things that we're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, one thing I easily do, especially for work, is I put the most menial tasks on my to-do list just so that I can mark it off. <laughs> And sometimes if something is just so big to you and it's so looming, break it into chunks. You're like, okay, I will work on this for 10 minutes today. And then keep That's moving good. from there. That's some and good advice. And that, that seems so much more achievable to me than, you know, the big goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, guys, as always, the article will be in the show notes. There were a lot of things in there. Well, several things in there that I kind of skipped over. So be sure to check it out and um, let us know how you feel about it. Um, All right, Dillian, you ready? Yes. It's time for our favorite part of the pod, the buy you a dream. (laughs) (sighs) You want me to do it? Yeah. I'm buying a drink for friends who vote. <laughs> Come on, girl. It's fucking important. We got to do it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and particularly in Texas, early voting started last week. So I went voting Saturday and I'm about to just start going through my like it, contacts and be like, hey, you vote yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. I need to know. I am actually, uh, well, I'm going to buy two drinks because I have my drink that I'm going to buy, but I want to piggyback off what Doyen said too. So yes, we want to buy a drink for people that vote. And I also want to buy a drink for all of you people who are doing the work of putting the information out there, um, mm-hmm. doing these robocalls. I myself have signed up to, to do some like, and that was a big listen. 
that was a big deal because I don't like to talk to people. <laughs> but I was like, first of I all, doing the text bank. <laughs> you know, um, that is what I think I'm going to do. I'm, I, well, I intended to ask today, was that an option? And I forgot. But if it's not an option, that's fine. I'll do the calls. Um, mm-hmm. A dear friend of mine, one of my line sister's father is running um, for public office. And we're running from Texas. Yes. And so, <laughs> you know, even though I don't want to do this, I can, I'm going to do it for her. I'm going to do it for him. I'm going to do it for mm-hmm. Mississippi. So, um, yeah. So thank you to those of you who are out there doing the work. I also mm-hmm. want to buy a drink. God damn it. I forgot that. Fa- oh, I remember now. I want to buy a drink for direct TV. <laughs> Listen, I know that they are huge capitalists who make more money than they should. And I know that we should mm-hmm. probably get away from cable TV, but I am mm-hmm. so thankful to be back with direct my life just feels so good, and I'm just enjoying watching TV, y'all. <laughs> I am going to let go of some it's of simple those. pleasures. It really is. Like, I've been watching regular TV more than I have, like, in a year, because it's been a year since I've moved, and I've just, like, I'm watching regular TV as opposed to, like, Netflix and Hulu and whatever, because <sighs> it just feels so good. Um, so, uh, I miss having Logo. I missed having Logo. I forgot how much I used to watch that channel. (laughs) I love my LGBTQ-ass show. (laughs) All I watch on there is Drag Race and Will and Grace. And and I can watch both of those, like, elsewhere. But still, I want to watch it on Logo. So, anywho, um, that's that for that. Dory, why don't you tell people how they can get in contact with us? So... Um, if you want to suggest a topic, please go ahead and email us at hello at poorlifedecision.com. Um, it is one decision because we're changing them one at a time. Um, my favorite decision is that I can actually say the word decision at the end of this podcast, which means I'm not (laughs) drinking as much as I used to. Anyways, so our (laughs) Instagram is also poor life decision. Also our Etsy page, um, Check out some stocking stuffers for your friends. I promise y'all, between now and December 25th, I will design something new. I cannot tell you when that's going to be. <laughs> um, we're also on Twitter. is PLD Pod, And you can send us um, maybe a flamingo. Send me a flamingo with a message. I think I would like Ooh. that. Um, Are flamingos <laughs> mean? I feel like they're mean. Well, so are ostriches and emus. I, I don't <laughs> want to deal with either. <laughs> Some... Well, maybe a bluebird. Bluebirds are nice-ish. Yeah. With a message. Yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I was talking to somebody the other day. I was talking about birds aren't real. And they're like, yeah, pigeons and tilapia ain't real. Like, you've never seen a baby pigeon. You've never seen a lake full of tilapia. <laughs> I was like... You know, that makes sense. <laughs> you haven't. I have never seen anybody catch a tilapia. No. He says they're lab grown. <laughs> and y'all, I don't fish, but I grew up around fishermen. People who fish all the time. Like, Granny right. used to fish a lot. I ain't never heard of nobody catching no tilapia. 
<laughs> Ain't no tilapia. So <laughs> this lab grown. My mind is literally blown. <laughs> I can't believe yeah. it. I can't believe it. Somebody <laughs> on Instagram named I Love Jesus just requested to follow me. <laughs> just, that just sounds highly What does suspect. their content look like? <laughs> I sounds like Russia, actually. I, I, was gonna say, I don't know. I didn't look at it. I just, if, you know, on my home screen, I just saw I Love Jesus yeah. wants to follow you. I will not be following. Sounds like Russia. I will not be participating. <laughs> Unless I get there yeah. and it's like somebody I know from high school, but otherwise. <laughs> Speaking of Russia and Trump, uh, SNL. This week they had an episode so and good. Trump was talking and a fake Candace Owens was in the background. I've got to watch it. I have not watched. It. You know yes. what? That's what I'm about to do right now. Oh shit! Yeah. I got to order food. I forgot to order something to eat. <laughs> I can. There's a suitor that's cooking right now, and I can smell it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so guys, once again, we remind you we got to wrap this up because. <laughs> Hungry. I was, I was about to say something, but I ain't gonna say it. Oh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it. Okay, so uh, again, check out that Etsy shop. Lots of cute gifts, great stocking mm-hmm. stuffers. Slide in our DMs. We talk back, and please make sure you go to iTunes. Leave us a five star review. The others do not work. Leave us a review. DM us so we can send you a sticker. Because we want to thank you yeah. for being so, 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 so sweet. Um, and as always, we just want to remind everyone to keep up that skin care. Take some vitamin D. See, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> See? I'm proud of you. I, <laughs> I mean, I saw the thought like cross your forehead, <laughs> but you didn't it say did, anything. It did, but I stopped it. I stopped and I said, right. whoa, whoa, buddy, just... not today. So, yeah, guys, uh, drink your water, and we love y'all, man. Bye. We love y'all. Pretty girls want to have fun. Get drunk, get fucked up. Don't waste my time. Hundred missed calls, you cry. Why you always hit my line with the same old line? Pretty girls want to have fun. Get drunk, get fucked up. Why you hit my line?